Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There's unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Hannah Munoz, and I'll be your host. Today, we're looking at Proverbs 24, verses 17 through 18. And they say, Do not gloat when your enemy falls. When they stumble, do not let your heart rejoice, or the Lord will see and disapprove and turn his wrath away from them. Gloating is the overflow of a haughty and prideful heart that finds its worth in standing by horizontal comparison and measuring rather than vertical. There's this deep desire in us to outshine and outlast and outperform others in order to be successful, to feel good about ourselves and to give us meaning. It's really twisted. And gloating, even quiet gloating in the secret places of our hearts, exposes this desire. It reveals the misguided belief that my success or my good standing goes up in value when someone else fails or falls. There's a perfect example of this in the Old Testament. In Ezekiel 26, verse 2, it says, Son of man, Tyre, has rejoiced over the fall of Jerusalem, saying, Ha! She who was the gateway to the rich trade routes to the east has been broken, and I am the heir. Because she has been made desolate, I will become wealthy. Because Tyre gloats at the fall of his enemy, Jerusalem, the Lord turns his wrath against Tyre, just like the proverb describes. It goes on to say, Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says, I am your enemy, O Tyre, and I will bring many nations against you, like the waves of the sea crashing against your shoreline. Tyre will become the prey of many nations, and its mainland villages will be destroyed by the sword. Then they will know that I am the Lord. I remember when I used to lead worship in a smaller church several years ago. There were several little teams that would rotate leading throughout the month, and there was another girl on another team who I was compared to a lot. She led so beautifully, and it made me angry because it made me feel less than. On the Sundays that she led, I would gloat in my heart when she would sing off-key or when she missed a lyric because it set me up to look better next time I led. It was awful. I hate that this was even part of my thought process. It just feels embarrassing. I was building my ego and my success on the failure of a friend in worship, which isn't even about me or my ego or my success to begin with. She wasn't an enemy, but the anger and pride and gloating that surfaced in the dark corners of my heart made her one. This heart issue of anger and pride revealing itself in gloating is so dangerous because one, it assumes that it's all about me and my success is the ultimate goal. Two, it pits me against others and causes division, especially in the church. And three, it leads me to root for the failure of others to make me feel better about myself. And actually, God says some very clear things about this in the Bible. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus says to the Pharisees, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. In 1 Corinthians 10, Paul says, When they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. And God looks at our hearts. He sees my ugly rejoicing when my friend sings off key because it makes me look and feel better the next time I go up to lead worship. And it breaks his heart. And it started breaking mine too when the Spirit began to show me how ugly and divisive and straight sinful it was. 
And whether it's against a brother or a sister or an an enemy, I don't know if you are experiencing something like this in your life. It doesn't matter if it's somebody close who you care for or someone you don't like. Because the real issue is that in our hearts, we are enjoying the failure or fall of someone else. And that is not God's heart. God is always after our hearts. And a heart that gloats is not a heart that aligns with the Father's. David in the Bible had a much different response than Tyre to the fall of his enemy, Saul. A response that really beautifully illustrates the heart God wants to grow in you and in me. King Saul plotted to kill David. He chased him through the hills and attempted to kill him several times. And finally, Saul died during one of his battles. And in 2 Samuel 1, 11 through 12, it says that when David found out about Saul's death, he took hold of his clothes and tore them. And all the men with him did the same. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for those who died by the sword. For Saul, his son Jonathan, the Lord's people, and the house of Israel. David mourned the death of the king who tried to kill him and whose death would make David king. And as we talked about yesterday, God's ultimate goal here on earth is to redeem this broken world and bring his kingdom here. Not my kingdom at the expense of someone else. It's his And bringing his kingdom starts by rooting these ugly, uh, uprooting these ugly, ugly places in our hearts. I've had to practice opening my heart to him in all its ugliness and pridefulness over and over and over again. I've asked him to search my heart and find any ways in me that that are offensive and to redeem them, to soften me, mold me, and give me a heart that is broken by and longs for the same things he does. And I have definitely not nailed this. I still have thoughts like this today, especially in ministry. But God has helped me recognize and take captive the thoughts of joy at someone else's failure. And I've wept more at the fall of others this year than I ever have before. I'm learning to celebrate the victory of others because it's what God longs for for them. And it doesn't have to come at my expense. I just make it that way. And this new heart or this softening is not something I've manufactured or stirred up in myself. It's just God changing my heart in real time. I'm hungry for more and I really desire this for you too. Desire for us to grow in this together. So I'm just going to finish by um, speaking out Philippians 2, 3 through 4 over you. And almost like a prayer. So you can just listen and um, pray an amen with me. Pray that God would make this true in all of our lives, in your life and my life and the life, lives of people in our community. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should look not to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. Oh, Jesus, would you make this true in our hearts? Help us be more like you who instead of laughing or enjoying the fall or failure of of the people around you, of your enemies, um, Jesus, you weep at the brokenness in in this world. You weep at failure. You weep at um, places where we fall short. Would you stir that same heart in us? Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. 
For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.